Amasa climbed the altar, the pulpit, the altar, is the tangible manifestation. Bring the pulpit. Thank you. It is the tangible manifestation of the power of God, of the attributes of God. So a lot of times we come to church and we say, we want to encounter the glory. And it looks like this cliche thing, this spooky thing, you know, this foggy, you know. And, and a lot of times I, I ask theologians, why do we make the glory so foggy and so cloudy? You know, we make it so cloudy, so foggy, or so fiery, or so liony, or so deep. Whereas the glory of God is a realm of God. It is the attribute of the nature of God. It is the mind of God. It is the excellency of God. In the Old Testament, the glory of God was revealed through the prophets. Revealed through what you call anthropomorphism. We find the glory of God in clouds and in fire and in wind and in storm and all of these things. But in the New Testament, when the writer of Hebrew writes, it writes that Jesus became the physical embodiment of the glory. So if you want to encounter the glory, you must first encounter God. And to encounter God, you have to encounter the person of Jesus. And as we look through the scripture, the Bible says uh, the very first place to find the glory when God made man and God said to man to dress and to keep everything that was in the garden. The Bible says, and when they ate of the tree, they hid themselves among the trees. And the Bible says they heard the, the, the voice of God walking in the cool of the day. Two words there used by the theologians there, the cool of the day, which is the word ruach, and the walking of the Lord. So they encountered God in the garden. They encountered the glory of God in the garden. Now, everything that God does, God does it for his glory. Every single thing that happens. In response to that, that everything that we do, we have to do it to what? Somebody say the glory of God. When we become selfish, when it becomes I. You know, the world has become so selfish, you know. Everything is I. iPhone. iPad. iPod iMessage, even the Nintendo Wii, Nintendo II, very iWorld, because we've taken the glory from the Lord. But as believers, when we sing, we sing to the glory, amen. When we dance, we dance to the glory. Now, yes, last, last, yes, last week, actually, we, we, we spent the time, we spoke about the man by the name of Moses, right? Median. Uh, but one of the things he did not hear me say was, how we encountered God in the burning bush. How the Lord, the first time we find the word shikar, shoshakar, the tangible manifest presence of the Lord while he was there seeking how to go back to Egypt and, you know, the Lord was preparing him to go back to Egypt so, to take his people out, out of bondage. But before Moses could face the Pharaoh, he had to first face the glory. Are you here in church? He had an encounter with the voice in the bush. And the Bible says, and then the Lord said to him, Moses, go back to Egypt. Ordinarily, Moses was only surprised because the bush was burning, but was not consumed. Amen. 
Like I mentioned the last time, that was not new to the Midianite. It was normal for butchers to burn and not consume. But this one was the, this was the glory of the Lord. But it's interesting how the voice of the Lord that came in the midst of the bush was what empowered the man of God to go before Pharaoh. But as I look at the scripture, I was really shocked at Moses, you know, because Moses lied. Moses said to the Lord, I stutter. I can't speak. I'm not qualified. But when you look at the book of Acts chapter number 7, the Bible says when Stephen faced the Sanhedrin, Stephen started by saying that Moses was a man of impeccable speech. I'm thinking, like, bro, bro, you liar, man. <laughs> but see, Moses could not face the Pharaoh because Moses felt like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But the only reason why Moses qualified to face the Pharaoh was because he had done his work in Midian. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me. You cannot encounter the glory without the suffering. Oh, we love the glory. Lord, move in this church. Lord, move in our lives. God says, I want to move, but I want to see your scar. Yeah, yeah, I want to use you. It's, it's interesting when people say to me, Apostle, I want to be called the prophet of the nations. Use me for your, are you sure? Use me for, do you know what use me means? Lord, don't pray that prayer if you don't mean it. Lord, use me. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. Many of you have called the church hurt when you pray to be used. You pray for the Lord to use you, but because you don't have language ready to call it abuse. So a lot of you are suffering from church abuse because you pray for a use you cannot manage. Let me tell you what Lord use me mean. Lord use me mean that when you call pastor for one month, he will respond to your phone message. That's Lord use me. Lord use me means that you're going to go through the storms and the fire of life. No one will stand by you. It's Lord use me. Lord use me means that you will, you will inbox me. You will call me. I won't see you deliberately. It's Lord use me. Yeah, that's Lord. And God is going to answer your prayers today. Because God will use you. I'm not seeing you today. The, the mindset we have of Lord is, is, is this glory dimension of walking in power. I want to walk and demons just flee. So Lord, use me. Let me tell you where God is. Lord, use me doesn't come by prayer. Lord, use me to the toilet. Lord, use me is sweeping the church. That is the Lord, use me. Lord, use me is making sure the church is clean before service starts. It's Lord, use me. Lord, use me is making sure that everyone is well and taking care of That's the Lord, use me. God will not use you for the nations when he can get for a brother. Yeah. Lord, use me is you going to the toilet and see it messed up and you just walk past. You want to be used? <laughs> Rope your sleeve and walk. This thing called the glory of God doesn't come by rap, it doesn't come. It comes by deliberate brokenness at the expense of your joy. That's Lord, use me. Every man of God, every woman of God, even in the Bible, that the Lord used the first broke. 
We are living bougie lifestyles. Lord, use me for your glory. The glory realm is a realm that only works by invite. In order to graduate into the realm, you must first pass the test. And it is by invite. You have to qualify for the realm. You don't pray into it, you qualify into it. Are you hearing me, church? It is not fasting and prayers. It's a realm. Realm are open by action, not by prayers. Like I mentioned the last time, there was a realm of wealth. The realm of wealth are open by, Lord, give me the bank account. It doesn't work that way. It works by putting a seed in the ground. Amen. The glory of God is the manifestation of his divine nature, attributes, and power. It is the visible and tangible expression of God's holiness, righteousness, and majesty. The glory of God can be seen in the beauty and magnificence of his creation. As you look at the, look at the stars and the moons and the sun, you know that there was the creator behind this, right? Someone created the star. Someone created the moon, right? Someone created the sun. The glory of God, it is the manifestation of his divine nature. Ultimately, the glory of God is, the re- is revealed in the person of Jesus Christ, always the image of the invisible God and the embodiment of his divine glory. As, the believer, as believers, we are called to give glory to God in all we do, acknowledging his sovereignty, greatness, and goodness in every aspect of our lives. As believers, we all do that every aspect of our lives. As believers, we acknowledge God in every aspect of our lives. What we do, how we do, give God glory. Amen. Amen. Now, the glory realm refers to the experience of God's presence. Not goosebumps, by the way. I am very Pentecostal. I am very charismatic to my bones. I am at the same time very skeptical about the charismatic new waves. Where believers feel like they have to experience oil and feather. And we are building an Americanized version of charismatism. I mean, if you go to a church or you go to a a warehouse where you have pigeons, you'll find feathers. We've reduced God to oil and feather. Don't get me wrong, God can do anything God wants to do. But this is not the intent of the glory. Apostle, pick a feather from the ground and say, so that's an angel's. When you have the time, you find me in the Bible where you find an angel with wings. If you find in the Bible an angel with wings, let me know. Amen? So if you find a feather in the ground, let's look if it's an angel or the, okay. Let's talk about a few, few definitions of the glory. Amen. All right? This is time to be very serious now. Now, number one, the glory of God is, the, is God's manifest presence. When you, hear, when you hear the word manifest, it means tangible. It means revealed. There is a difference between revealing and appearing. Now, God's manifest presence, the glory realm can be defined as the tangible manifestation of God's presence, often accompanied by a deep sense of awe and wonder. Amen. 
that realm where you are worshiping and you just lost in that glory space where you no longer know if you are singing or not singing, you are lost. Where you are just lost because you are in the in awe of his gracious wonder. Exodus chapter 33 verse 18 to 19 says, Moses said, now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. Number two, it is a divine radiance. Amen. Somebody say radiance. radiance. The glory in a realm. You know when you are praying and all of a sudden you just find the beat, the light that shines and you are just, what is this? What is this encounter like, like the man by the name of Saul encountered on his way to Damascus? That radiance, that brightness, you know? The glory realm can also refer to the shining brightness or radiance of God, representing his holiness, majesty, and power. You find it in Psalm 104, verse 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God. You are very great and clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light. Amen. In light. Where is God? Heaven, right? Answer me, church. Yes, Not a trick question. Are you sure? <laughs> if God is in heaven, where was he before he created heaven? What is eternity? Where was he then? Where we're outside. If God created heaven at a place, at a time, in the beginning, in time, God created, but uh, if God created heaven, where was he before creation? Because there was no time before time. So what is outside of time called? <laughs> the glory realm can refer to the shining brightness of, radiance, of, of the radiance of God, representing his holiness, majesty, and power. Number three, <laughs> supernatural manifestation. The glory realm can involve supernatural manifestations of God's power, such as healing. That's where healing happens. That realm of the glory. Supernatural manifestation. How do you see what you see? The glory realm. How do you know these deep dimensions, these things about people? The glory realm. You cannot see it here. You have to be in the glory to see. Are you here in church? You have to be in that space where... Let me give you a two-minute synopsis of how I see. Just me. I don't know about you. I get invited to a space where I find very chimey, very... Uh, yeah, I don't have a name for it. I need the Lord just to bring the woman's name of God to me. I see you back now and the future. It's a realm where there is no time. So God shows me what you did, what you are doing, and what you're about to do. It is the realm of God that is complete in one. The glory realm has no time. So in the glory, you can see the past, the present, and the future. Because there is no time. You cannot, now, time is a physical quantity. The glory realm cannot be measured. Amen. Time is measured, not the glory. It's a realm that cannot be, cannot be measured. So when God invites you to that space, you see everything in one. Amen. Again, that only works by invitation. Why? Because entering that dimension with that invitation is divination. 
The glory realm can involve supernatural manifestations such as God's past, such as healing, signs, and wonders, which reveal his sovereignty and love. Acts 2, verse 2 to 4. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violet wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to the rest to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the spirit. You find that in Acts chapter number two. But it's a supernatural dimension where manifestation happens. How many of you desire supernatural manifestations? Where your eyes are open to see deep mysteries. Where God shows you things that like, wow, how, do I, how, do, how can you comprehend this level of revelation? How? When? How do you know? Someone asked me, how do you know what you know? I don't know. And that's the truth. I do not know what I know because I, because I, don't, know how to, I don't know how to know what I know. It's like someone asked me, how do you see? And I asked them, how do you sleep? Because I don't know how to not know what I know. You sleep naturally, so I see naturally. Does that make sense? So I say, explain to me how you see. I'm saying, okay, explain to me how you breathe. You come to a space where the glory realm no longer becomes a realm, becomes your reality. That's going to be the end of service today. It's no longer a place you enter, it becomes the identity that you identify with. It's a dimension you live in. I was saying to her elder not long ago, she, she asked me one time, how do you see things? I said to her, I don't need to enter this place to see I don't, know if I, I don't know if this is real or not. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm real. I don't know if this is Sunday. I don't know if I'm seeing a vision now or this is reality. I don't know where I am at the moment. I'll know much later, but I don't know if this is reality. Of, sometimes at home I have to pinch myself. Is this is this real? Or a lot of times I think, I think I'm sleeping, but I'm, I'm awake. Do you get that? Let me say it again. Let me make you understand. This dimension of the supernatural is here, and you are here. You have to enter here to see things here, right? I don't know if I'm here, and I'm like this. I don't pray to see. I don't, I don't, I tell you to press in because... I'm there telling you to press in. So I'll know if this is actually a service or a vision later today. Are you here in church? You can live in that space. Where you don't have to pray. The Bible says, he who dwells, not he who visits. You stay there. You stay there. I only know that I'm not in that space when I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is actually real. Because <laughs> I need food now. But that's what happens. And that's the reason why, that's the reason why I can give you any word and you don't even know. You don't, I don't know. I am one of the most dangerous people to be around with. I might give you the word of the Lord and you, I don't even know if it's the word of the Lord. Because you might just take it in passing. I'm talking. So myself, my friends, we play PS5 and I give them the word of the Lord. No shaking, no spookiness, no convulsion. <laughs> Just playing da 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 The Lord said da 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 Go back to the game again. I don't have to press in to see. I live there. Actually, 
I don't go from there to there. I go from there to here. It's a realm you leave. It's a realm you leave. Supernatural signs and wonders. Once you're in that space, once you're that, that, you know, and that's every day, you know, every day anyway. Once you're in that, you, once you're in that, do, do you know that there are some realms that's a dimension in God you get to? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have time to be jealous. You, you don't have time to beef because it's. When they say the joy of the Lord, there's a dimension of the joy. If when people hurt you, you just smile. Because you, you, you. My gift changed over time. I was first a dreamer, then it changed over time. Back in the day, I was longing to sleep. Because that's when God speaks. So 7 o'clock, I want to go to bed. When I was growing up in my call. Unfortunately, I don't dream anymore like that, so I see dreaming. <laughs> the glory realm is the realm of God's kingdom. The glory realm can be seen as the domain where God's kingdom is fully realized. You know, all we get are glimpses of the kingdom. We haven't come to the reality of the full kingdom. Do you know what the kingdom of God is? The kingdom of God... It's not just a place. It's a person. Amen. We experience a glimpse of the kingdom now. There's a reality in the future. But the kingdom of God is the rule of God. It is the reign of God. It is the realms of God. Are you here in church? It is the kingdom of God. The glory realm can be seen as the domain where God's kingdom is fully realized. Where his will is perfectly done and his presence is experienced in his fullness. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The glory realm is living heaven now. Are you hearing? The glory realm is the kingdom of heaven on the earth. Your will be done on earth as it is. So that's the will of God in heaven. When you leave heaven, here is the glory. Amen. Eternal life is not when you die. Eternal life is when you are born. When you are born again, that's when you have eternal life. Start from your point of regeneration. You start living the kingdom. Amen. Some scriptures, Exodus 28, verse 18 to 19 says, Moses said, now, show me your glory. Oh, show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will curse my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. 2 Corinthians 3.18. And we all, I don't want to read this alone. Read that. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 3.18. Psalms chapter number 63 verse 2. You have the scriptures already. Isaiah 6, 1 to number 3. Psalms 19 verse number 1, Revelation chapter 21 verse 23, Romans 8 verse 18, Psalms chapter number 29 verse number 2. Now, let's look at the scriptures about the glory realm. Hebrews chapter number, obviously, 1 verse number 3. That's what I said. Spend time in prayer and meditation on these scriptures, asking the Holy Spirit to guide you into a deeper understanding and experience of God's glory. 
As we encounter the glory realm, you will grow in a relationship with God and be transformed more and more into his image. As we encounter God, we want to be like God. You know the worst thing I hate as a pastor of a church? It's when people get slain and get, and get worse. If you fall for anything, you can't stand for nothing. Once you encounter God in that glory, when you come from the ground, wake up, you're a changed man. I'm tired of people getting their clothes dirty on Sundays and their hearts not clean. If you really experience the glory, once you come from, wake up from the ground, you're a changed person. Stop falling. At least stand for something. Amen. The glory of the Lord will transform me inside. Are you hearing me, church? You can't be, can be a glory carrier every Sunday. You are weeping in the glory, but you don't speak to nobody. It's ugly. Glory means that in that space that I'm with the Lord, I'm a transformed person. Are you hearing, church? It's a glory realm. The biblical characters who encounter the glory realm, Moses, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Peter, the reason why I'm doing this quickly because I've got prayers for you. The prayer is the most important, most important thing for me. We'll pray into that glory today. Amen. Amen. So in your private times, go study. Peter, James, and John. The glory realm will give you revelation of Christ. Hmm. Not all the disciples understood the glory of God. Jesus gave some of them a stick preview in Matthew 17. When he transfigured, he brought in Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John to experience the glory. Do you know that the only ones who experience the glory of the Lord are the ones who wrote a book in the scriptures? None of the disciples wrote a gospel or an epistle apart from the ones who saw the glory. Paul was able to document 13 or 14 epistles. Because on his way to Damascus, he encountered the radiance of God. Revelation. Bring two preachers. I will tell you one who studied online and one who encountered the glory. Telling the truth. Bring two preachers. I will tell you how one have spent the time to do research and the other one who lived in that glory. How can a man write 14 books for less than one minute encounter? All Paul did was just a light, and he wrote 14 epistles. But the disciples who walked with him for 3.5 years, they couldn't write. It's an encounter. It's not about longevity. It's about an encounter. So that people can pray for five hours but do not see the glory. God, the glory walks by invitation. So God will tell you the dog is shut against you. Why? Because you are beefing someone. A clean heart, a pure heart. The glory realm is open to those who understand. I'm not beefing you, so the gates are open. So you might, Lord, send your glory. Lord, send your glory. And no glory is opening. In fact, the window is shut. Because if they deliberately decide to make enemies with people, while a man who has a clean hand and a pure heart, clean hands, a pure heart, just come and say, Lord God, your glory. Boom, the heaven opens for them. 
you hear me? It's a dimension, it's a realm you, 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 you walk into not by prayer and fasting. Pray, but don't have enemies. Amen. Now, how to encounter the glory? Number one, I put pray. Why am I talking about prayer all this while? What do I put pray now? That's what I said. Begin by praying to God. Number one, I put pray. Why am I talking about prayer all this while? What do I put pray now? That's what I said. Begin by praying to God, not by praying for access. Do you know why people don't have word of knowledge or revelation? Because they pray for it. If you ask God to give you word of knowledge, he won't give you. How many of you are humble here? You're humble. You're very proud. How do you know you're humble? Because you're proud. No, how many of you are humble? That's hungry. No, humble. Lift up your hands again. Oh, calm down. How many of you are humble here? Lift up your hands. You're humble. You're humble, right? How many of you are humble? You're humble? Okay, how do you know you're humble? That's the problem. <laughs> but how do you know you're not proud? Begin by praying to God, asking for his presence to fill your space. Pray for a deeper understanding and experience of his glory. Whenever I teach my school of the prophet, I tell the people a lot of times is that, now let me tell you the truth, I have never prayed to see in my entire life. I don't pray to see. God will never give you the word of knowledge or the gift of prophecy when the emphasis is on the gift and not the oppressed. God doesn't give people gift of S-E-E-I-N-G. He gives people gifts of the S-E-E-N. God will not open your eyes to validate your gift. He opens your eyes to empathize with the priest. So God will never give you the word of knowledge or the gift of prophecy when you want to validate yourself as a prophet. And I pray this prayer every time. Lord God, make me forget I'm gifted, but make me remember to give you praise. Amen. I don't pray to see, I pray to see the bruised. When your emphasis is more on precision than the wounded, God will not give you. God can only titter me you and trust you with the gift. But can God trust you when your mouth is bigger than your eyes? Number two, meditate on the scriptures. Choose Bible passages that focus on the glory of the Lord, his presence, and his majesty. Read, you know, contemplate, and meditate or, um, on the word of the Lord. You know, number, some examples are that scriptures you have there in the, in the um, slide. Worship. Oh, now this is the best part I like. I didn't say worship song. I said worship. Worship leaders. What do you do when you're not leading? Do you worship God when you're not leading? 
You know the heart of a worship leader, not by when they have the microphone, but when they don't have the microphone. No one came to Jesus, sang a song, and worshipped. Worship is not music. That was worship music, and music is one of the expressions of worship. Another name for worship is spelled D-E-A-T-H. De- Amen. It is a total obedience at the expense of your joy. Worship means yes. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That's worship. Amen. Unfortunately, we become fans of slow music. We define worship based on temples. Ba, 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 worship. Ba, 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 praise. Practice God's presence. Cultivate an ongoing awareness of God's presence in your daily life. Acknowledge and engage with him throughout the day. How many of you talk to God? Not to yourself, God. Yeah. Good. How do you talk to God? Okay. Practice his presence. How many of you have given God a time of the day and say, God, this is your day? I mean, how many of you talk to God and he asks, pray? I say, talk. Not asking him for anything. Not telling him to make it work for you. Not telling him to give you a boyfriend. <laughs> no. How many of you ask God questions like, how are you? <laughs> I, I, was, I was cleaning my office yesterday and I sat down for a while before I spoke to Steve and I sat down and I put the chair closed and I said let's talk, sit down said, how are you God? he says I'm fine, how are you? I said, I'm fine so what's going on? he said where? how do you mean? I said what's going on in the world right now? so what do you want to know? I said God would you ask him some questions? So like, yes, like, no, like, I'm not sure, no, that, that. What I'm saying is God cultivates, see God as a friend. You become so religious that you see him as a lion and not a lamb. You're afraid of your father. It's a place for reverence, but it's a place for friendship. I'm not really happy. Why? Do you know he talks? Do you know he talks for real? You're going to pray today. You're going to hear God. You're going to hear God today. Are you here in church? Give me steps. Fast. Somebody say fast. fast. I didn't mean starve. Fast. I'm not talking about the one to lose weight. Fast. Not the, is the intermittent one you do at your gym? Not that one. Really fast. Not one you forget to eat. You say, let me convert it to fast. <laughs> Somewhere like that. They wake up at 11 o'clock in the morning, or they wake up at, or they sleep late like 4 a.m., and they wake up at about 2 p.m., so let me just converse it. <laughs> let me just, uh, I'm, not eat, I'm, not, I'm not eating today. I'm not drunk water today. It's, it's 1 p.m. Ah, let me just wait for one hour, 30 minutes. Fast. <laughs> Learn to close your mouth. Not every day, McDonald's. 
But another truth is this. Fasting is not the cessation of food. It's the overcoming of your appetite. Some of you fast from food, but you're eating movies. You're fasting. You're not eating. No. But you're eating all the Instagram pages. You're fasting. Saparade Paroda. Insta blog ninja. Shed borough. Shed borough. Oh, oh, but you're fasting. You're fasting. You've shut your belly, but open your eyes. It's not a cessation of food, it's the cessation of your appetite. I want to fast today. I'm cutting myself everything that would draw my, pull out my flesh. You know? You're fasting, but your ears are packed with unavailable. That's okay. Unavailable. Then now they see me. Yeah. But you're fasting, but you're feeding Afrobeat. You're fasting. Okay. You're fasting. Fellowship. Engage with other believers. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. You cannot be a lone glory carrier. That's how many of you have ranked yourself. Only because you saw 1.5 vision. You've given yourself. I'm now, I'm now a general. And, 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 and I think we, we use this word very lightly. You know, general. Yeah. You're, you're on your own, you know, especially women in this part of the world. When, when, when someone tells you that I see the glory over you, then I start making long gown. <laughs> I just see the glory of the Lord. Next day, when they go to their tailors and make those long wedding gowns with, with shiny stuff there, and like glory carrier, you know, you know, now I have an entourage. The brother will tell you how glory start wearing signet ring. Yeah. Small boy carrying 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 uh, armor bearer left, right, and center. <laughs> fellowship. It means that you are able to build fellowship with people. We do it together in glory. Amen. Amen. My wife went to Israel and got me one ring. If I wear the ring, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> She got me one nice ring. I love the ring. Like, if I wear this one as a sister, it's in Juju. That's it. I have some nice rubies. I like, this is the, the stones of uh, the ephod. Lovely, nice, nice, you know, gems. And uh, if I lay hands on someone and they will say, look at this ring, look at this ring. That's how, that's how he sees vision. It's the ring. It's the ring. So I, I wear the ring in my house. <laughs> it's one of them they got me. Uh, Mama, this is what people, this church people. No wonder you can see. It's the ring. When he wears the ring, it's only shiny. Look at that shiny. It's the, it's the spirit telling him something. Church people, fellowship. And the aspects of the glory realm. The manifest presence of God is called the Shekinah glory. Where was the first time we found the Shekinah? The Shekinah glory is always available for mercy. It's interesting how the first place you find the shakar, shekinah glory, was in the garden. 
and but it came when man sinned. Huh? Adam sinned against God. And instead of God to consume Adam, he brought a sword. A flaming sword. That flaming sword is called a shakar. It's a shakana of God's presence. A lot of times when you read the Bible, you think it's an angel with the sword, right? No, two different things. Genesis chapter number 3, if you can please, quickly. I don't have it here. Let's just look at the scriptures. Genesis 3. Genesis in the, in the New Testament. After Leviticus. Are you, the last few verses of Genesis 3. The Bible says in verse number 24. So he drove out the man. Good. Drove out the man. That's verse number 1. 24, okay? Read together. Genesis 3, 24. So he drove out the man. That's a semicolon. That's what it means, the breath of God. It's actually called um, Salah. You know, apostrophe there. And placed what? How can God chase Adam and Eve with more than one cherubim? Or cherub? A cherubim is plural, right? It takes one angel to slaughter 185,000 Syrians. One normal angel. Why would God send cherubims for just two people? The intention of the cherubim was not to chase Adam out. He could have done that with an angel. But they brought the cherubim at the east, which is the gate of the Garden of Eden. See that word there, and. It's the cherubim and a flaming sword, which turned every, it was a flaming sword that turned everywhere. The eyes of God turns left, right, and everywhere. There is no invariableness. To guard the way of the tree of life. It was a cherubim. It was cherubims, or cherubim, and what? I can, or I can, multiple cherubim have one flaming sword. So it was the cherubim and the sword. That word there that says uh, flaming, the word flaming there from the word seraph. So you have two things there, two celestial beings there, not an angel. Have you ever heard seraphim before? Now, that word flaming also used as the word seraph, the fiery angels or fiery beings. There are three dimensions or three realms of the celestial being. We have the lowest called angels. We have the second called seraphs and the third called cherubs. Are you hearing me? And each of these have their different ranking. That's what I say to you every time. Michael and Lucifer are not at the same level. Are you hearing me? Michael is an angel. Lucifer is a cherub. That's why he could not win Lucifer when they fought. Every time he could never win. Why? Because on different levels. Michael is the top of the angels. That's what's called the priest, chief prince. Lucifer is not just a cherub. It's an anointed cherub. It's a separate one. So when the Bible talks about dignitaries in scripture, there's a reason for that. So the Shekinah glory is manifest there. This is the tangible presence of God that can be felt or experienced in a powerful way. When all of a sudden you just find this presence and you're just sobbing in his presence. That is found out in Exodus chapter number 40, verse 35, 34 to number 35. Heavenly visions. How many of you have had visions before? I'll ask you questions, by the way. Lift up your hands. Are you scared? <laughs> if you saw it, you saw it. Okay, I will ask you. Heavenly visions. God's glory can be revealed through visions of heaven and spiritual realms. 
providing a glimpse of his majesty and beauty. How many of you have ever had a dream or vision of heaven? Good. Yeah, it's not a test. Lift it up. Yeah, good for you. Isaiah 6, 1-3. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, I and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe. You know the whole story. So you find in the glory realm, you see an encounter of heaven. Okay? Encounter of heaven. Divine transformation. This is the part I want to talk about. This happens in the glory realm. Somebody say transformation. Transformation. Once you encounter that realm, it turns you upside down. That realm, once you encounter it, it turns you to a different human being. You are different. Be very careful of realms. And I say divine transformation. Not all realms are godly. Some realms will hype in and hide in your soul and bring you to a space of ecstasy because your adrenal gland has been secreted. When Beyonce comes on stage and people get slain because they've entered the glory. The highest level of excitement is called ecstasy. Once you hit that space, it messes up with your adrenal gland. And a lot of people feel like I've entered the glory and all of a sudden their vision becomes foggy. Because they've created a hormone or secreted a hormone that cannot be controlled. That hormone is secreted from a place called succubus, from the word psyche, or from the word the mind. So people don't get slain because Beyonce sang. They get slain because something has been secreted. Just because something comes from heaven doesn't make it divine. Be careful. How you allow yourself to be slain by these prophets. When a prophetic word do not transform you, or an encounter do not change you, you probably have just encountered another dimension. Are you hearing me? Demons and their minions, they also are in the heavens. The most vulnerable time you can ever be in your life is in worship. You either get transformed or possessed. Worship. Whoever leads worship, you have to be very careful. They have the ability to open up dimensions. They accentuate that dimension. Many people get demonized during worship. Because music is the only force on the earth that has the ability to penetrate your soul without your consent. Once they open up, open you up to that realm and leave you for demon to feel you. Nobody stays the same in worship. It's either you're down or you're up. You don't stay the same. 
Either you are transformed or you're demonized because you've been exposed to a dimension. <coughs> are you hearing? <laughs> I don't want to scare you, Sha. I trust our worship leader, so you're good. Signs, wonders, and miracles. The glory realm is often associated with supernatural manifestations, including miraculous healing, signs, and wonders that testify of God's power. Seismos, signs, and miracles. There's a teaching on, in theology called semiotics, which is the study of signs and miracles. When an encounter is explained, it cannot be miraculous. So scientists say that they cannot explain it, so it's a miracle. Once you're able to comprehend what just happened, it's not a miracle. Hear me, church. Miracles are inexplicable. You cannot explain it because it's called a miracle. Are you hearing me? And today there will be miracles. Amen. Yes. God will do things that you cannot... Do you... There's a, there's a, there's, there was, God. There's a space in God where you encounter God, you can't talk. Yeah. Because there were no words to describe what you just encountered. I said every time when my mom prays for me, called a few days ago, she prayed for me in a language. And I received my mom's prayer. I go on my knees and receive a prayer. Why? She says, there are words that I want to pray over you, but don't have meaning in English. And I will hear my mom groan because she doesn't have language for it. I just hear, because no words. Are you hearing? Signs, miracles, and wonders happen in the glory realm. I believe there will be signs, miracles, and wonders today in Jesus' name. God's glory in creation. The natural world display God's glory. Showcasing. I mean, look at, look, I mean, look at, this, look at the, the, the world. Let me ask you a question. I don't know, but sometimes, one of the things I love to do, I'll go online, I'll check travels. I love traveling a lot. So I look at the blue seas and the blue, I, I love traveling. That's what is beautiful, you know. There are places I see online, like, is this heaven? But guess what? It's after the flood. If the world is this, this beautiful after the flood, what was it like pre-flood? Uh-huh. I look at some, like, this is stunning, but this is damaged. The earth is groaning, and yet we see the beauty. Then, listen, go heaven, no? Hey. Hey, God. Babe, we have to go. <laughs> hey. I mean, can you imagine the beauty of the, I mean, I want to go somewhere. Soon. I'm traveling somewhere. I don't know where we are going, but we are going somewhere. I like the blue sea. I like some like It's beautiful. But this is, the Bible calls it damaged. What will heaven look like? Then God's glory, God's divine creation tells us that he's a warrior of glory. Amen. I'm just heading up to the prayer. What happens in the glory realm? In the glory realm, believers experience God's presence, power, majesty in, in profound ways. The Bible describes various outcomes and manifestations of experiencing the glory realm. Here are some of them, okay? Quickly, 
Encountering God's presence, number one. Number two, transformation. Number three, healing and miracles. Amen. Amen. In that global realm, healing happens. God will give us healing and miracles. Amen. Amen. Prophetic revelation. In that realm. I'll pray for you today. Just to have a sneak preview of how prophecy works. Hey. I don't know if you desire it. Yeah. You don't desire it, Caleb? He's thinking, Apostle, what do you want to see next? <laughs> the glory realm, prophetic revelation. So I sit in my office a lot of times. I sit there and I flip my Bible. Now, the way I read my Bible is very dramatic. Very, very dramatic. I literally see the characters come out. I see Moses on my, my table in media. I, I, I literally see the characters out. So I'm watching like a movie in my office, on my table, reading the Bible, seeing the characters play. That dimension of information where God pulls it out in real time. I prayed the prayer, by the way. Many years ago, when my friends were praying for nations, I said, Lord, I want your word to come alive. It comes alive. I'm telling you how I study. If not, I'll be tired. How do I spend 12 hours a day to study? I'll be tired. I watch it as a movie. The characters jump from the text. And I see them play out. I'm like, okay, it's what happens. Oh, that's what happens. Oh, that's what happens. But also... That word there, prophetic revelation, can also mean eyes open. You're going to come from America, you're going to start seeing some things. That's what the Lord said, by the way. Yeah. Some things, stretch your eyes. How many of you desire this gift to see in the spirit? I love it. Lift your hands, I'll ask you the next question. <laughs> lift it, lift it, lift it. I want it. Lift up, lift, lift up, babe. Lift up. I saw your hand. Yeah. Yeah. The next one. It's fine. Put your hands down. I'm not asking anything. Okay. No worries. You want to see, right? Okay. Lord, I pray that as you deserve it, you shall give today. That your eyes are stretched to see. Yes, to hear in the name of Jesus. Lord, this week, may you crack your eyes open that they might engage with the things of the Spirit, with divine revelation. In Jesus' name. Don't call me this week. <laughs> don't, don't what? Don't call me. The Lord will help you. He's the one who gave you. When it starts happening to you, go talk to him. You want to see? He will see. <laughs> Increase faith. In the glory realm, you begin to say things that you wouldn't say naturally. Your faith is heightened. People call you proud. No, I'm the glory. Oh, God. You're too proud. No, I just encountered the glory. Wow. In that glory realm, your faith is there. I'm trusting God for that in that realm. Increase faith. Amen. Amen. 
Worship and adoration. As believers experience the glory realm, they are often moved to worship and adore God, experiencing their love and gratitude for his majesty and goodness. Now, how can the church? Because in the church, some are glory, some are ugly. How can the church collectively experience the glory realm? For the entire church to encounter the glory realm, the community must come together with a unified desire to seek God's presence and experience his glory. Now, some of them I gave. Number one, somebody say corporate prayers. I'm not you are there for corporate prayers. <laughs> glory realm. Lift it up again. I'm not you are there for corporate prayers, Brookplace corporate prayers. Glory Ram, <laughs> you want to encounter the church, okay? You're watching Love Island, no problem. <laughs> Corporate prayers. Encourage the congregation to pray together. A church that prays together stays together. Yeah. Are you here in church? Yeah. We'll pray for ourselves, pray for one another. Not one thinking that they are, they are, they've, they've passed prayer. Seeking God's presence and asking for a fresh outpouring of his spirit. We need God's fresh outpouring as a church. Amen. We cannot use yesterday's glory for today. It's mercy. The word mercy, that's the word glory. A new every morning, every single day, there was a new glory. Bible speaks of from glory to glory. No longer the Old Testament, but there's a new glory in Christ. Amen. When you speak in two tongues yesterday, go for three today. Just saying, Baba, 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 it's been five years. <laughs> Add one boo, Baba, boo. That's can, you know, that can work. Not just saying, Baba, 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 since I knew it's Baba, 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 Baba. You know, just go in the glory. Add one, yeah. Baba, boo, Baba, boo, Baba, boo. Worship. Foster a worshipful atmosphere. The worship leaders are pouring out that you're doing chewing gum. Worship leaders leading and you're sitting down and looking like as if you're, you're, you're in view cinema. People are there to pour, bless you, pour into you, no encouragement. Are you here in church? Listen to me, church. We need to cultivate a worship atmosphere. Amen. When they are leading, everyone is there. I mean, I mean, I mean, opening prayers, you are loitering around. They're leading opening prayers, you are everywhere. Is there you're on your phone? I mean, someone is pouring their life and leading worship and, and crying for you and opening the heavens for you. Are you doing back, 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 back? I've never seen a proud church in the early days. In the listen, do you? Grace did not limit the terror of God. If you fear God, I think we have we have been misinformed about the fear. The fear of God is not an Old Testament. The fear of God is. I mean, they're watching. I mean, I mean, let me ask you. If the queen came to church today, you're going to stand up. You won't sit down. 
the, what's it called? The, 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 the queen guard will knock your head off. <laughs> and but the queen comes, you naturally stand up to honor the queen. Am I correct? But the king of kings is in the house. You're doing pack, pack, boo. <laughs> Chewing gum. Crossing your leg. I mean, someone is leading praise and worship, and, and you're like this. Crossing your leg. Like you created Jesus. That's what we do. No reverence for his presence. No reverence. Some just come for prophecy. We'll skip the prayer, we'll skip the worship, just give us a word. Do you know what corporate worship does for the church? We'll pull the heavens together. Worship leader is worshiping, sweating, and you're on your phone looking at Instagram. We want the glory. It's ugly. We need to stop as a church. Stop this this. You know the reason why you do what you do? You don't know God. If you did. See, let, let, just in case you don't, the Bible says it's able to kill and make alive. You don't have to be about to it just kill you. God can kill. You hear me? God kills. You don't know God. Because we, we, have been, we have been fed with this Jesus with mascara and lip gloss. We've effeminated him. So, so, so womanly. Oh, because we, we have a misguided view of love. It's so loving. We've made God wear miniskirts. With eyelashes. That's, that's God for us. So it's, so it's so feminine. We've lost the terror of God. The reverence of God. If you know God is in the midst. When my parents speak to me, I don't stand. I don't sit, I stand. But my culture says, tells me to do that. When my in-laws around, or fathers in the faith around, or elders, we, are, we prostrate on the floor for the, to them. They are elders. You prostrate to elders. Your mantle doesn't make you prostrate. I was going to marry my wife. I was the prophet, but I had to go down. Prostrate elders. If you can prostrate to elders, then in the church, okay, what, what are we doing? Pack, book, ma, choo, choo, pew. <laughs> Foster a watchful atmosphere during worship church gathering. Encourage the congregation to engage in heartfelt praise and adoration of the Lord. This can help create an environment. Let me tell you. When those church come together and create that environment, it's natural for prophecy to flow. All Saul needed to do was just find the prophets gathered and just came under the atmosphere and he began to prophesy. Somebody say worship. When she's there, they're pressing, you're there pressing with them. Cracking the heavens together with them. Teaching and preaching. We don't want this one. It's too long. Just give us a word. I wish I can tell God just to hold the gift for a while for me. Say, Lord, just one year, just stop my gift. Let's see genuine Christians. Will they come to church? No word for you for one year. 
Who they know? Who won the hand or the heart of God? Equip the congregation with biblical teachings. This thing is not my thing. I don't do this. In seminary, I was asked to write a topic on homiletics. I didn't do it. I don't like this, what I'm doing now. I'm stuck. I should be laying hands by now. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. I don't, I don't like it. I'm a reader. That's what I do for university. I read for university. I'm a reader. I read doctoral work. But I don't like it. If you do a deeming, the doctor of ministry, you do homiletics and, and write about 14,000 words. But if you do other programs, write 80,000, sometimes 100,000 words. This thing's boxing me so badly. But we need it, amen. We need to grow as a church. I miss my hand, by the way. Fostering unity. Encourage the congregation to pursue unity in their relationships with one another. Unity. Somebody say unity. unity. Say no more, no more clickism. Oh, Are the sub, sub, church subgroups? This group don't talk to this group. I want glory. Do you know it is not the devil that is holding the glory of God in the church? It is the people. It's the people. Fostering one is unity. Crossing your streams. This side goes to the side. That side goes to this side. We are one together. The power of God did not come in Act 2 until they were together in one accord. Some of you are in A, some are in Z already. You only like your favorite sister's post. You scroll past every one, but like the other one. Church witchcraft. Cultivated expectant atmosphere. I'm trying to watch this right now. Encourage your congregation to come to church gatherings with expectant heart, believing that God will move in their midst and reveal his glory. Let's come together believing God will move. Put a demand on the word. God, you will move in this place today. Come together. Not sizing people up. Who have, who have, who do, does she has red bottom? Or, you know, this church. Do, do, do you know, I wasn't this bad. I became bad when I got, became a Christian. I'm not even joking. I was bad, but I became worse as a Christian. Church people will spoil you. And I did some bad things, though. Yeah. But the bad things heightened when I got saved. I started seeing things in the church I didn't see in the world. I don't know what malice is, you know. I didn't know what malice is in the world. When people had problems, they settled it quickly. It's only in the church we, we keep malice to rapture. There are believers, Patrick, who will say stuff like, I will never forgive the like believers until I die. Christians. Sadly. Openness to the Holy Spirit. Some of us are so uptight. I don't want him to move. Openness to the Holy Spirit. Be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit that says there. Now, how to sustain the glory. It is one thing to do. Listen, I don't want the one of glory today. We need to learn how to sustain this glory. 
it is one thing to be in a, it's another thing to sustain it. You know, not living in yesterday's glory. I used to, I used to, doesn't work anymore. I used to, no, what about today? I used to pray, but no, what about now? Consistent prayer. Pray with us, season. that's 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Abiding. How many of you studied the Bible? How many of you read the Bible? Worship. Fellowship. <coughs> Obedience. Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. You know, I used to do this back in the day. I said every time when I was growing in the prophetic, Patrick, you know, I just be walking. I say, oh, Lord, I want to hear your heart. And the Lord would tell me, oh, use the stairs, not the elevator. And I'd be... <sighs> You want to know the truth? Most of the time, it wasn't the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's just stressing myself. <laughs> but my mind was so open to, Lord, what would you say? Do you know that it doesn't have to be hard to be God? We've defined God to be, and don't get me wrong, that's a place for brokenness. But it doesn't have to be always tough. So prove his God. Sometimes God makes it easy too. You know the problem with us? We've been so taught that it has to be tough. That when God gives us easy, we rebind and, and, and rebuke it. Oh! The husband that will marry you. Ha! You have to go through different heartbreak before you find a real one. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me. Church, hear me. Because the mind of the people is that, well, if it has to be God, it has to go through testing. God will bring a man that they prayed for, they will rebuke him because they say that's not God. Because it came too easy. Do you know why the Pharisees rejected Jesus? It was too easy to be Christ. They didn't someone on a horse, not just carpenter. Sometimes your boyfriend will come, are you prayed? Are you prayed for it? You want a banker? It's going to be a banker. You want to hand someone, it's going to be answered. But when it comes, they say, oh, this one is a demon. But it came too easy. <laughs> so this one, that's how most of you end up marrying your boyfriend and dating your husband. There were Old Testament encounters. What's my time again? There were Old Testament encounters. We have Moses and the burning bush. Moses in Mount Sinai. Solomon's temple's dedication. Isaiah's vision of the Lord. The transfiguration of Jesus Christ, the day of, oh, Pentecost service would be good. Stephen's vision before his, Paul's encounter with the, good, all right, go to the slides to go, good to go. Now, the rest that I have is the prayers for encountering the glory realm. I put these prayers together because I believe that it's a different kind of prayer, but you're going to enjoy it. Young man, come. Giovanni, come. The glory realm encounter is, um, is that space in God where God exposes you to his fullness. Great guy. Great guy. When God encourages you in the space, 
You're a great guy. Great guy. Not just in the physical. Great guy. The, the passion for this will come soon. It may not be what you desire, but God is going to give you great guy. Mm. Look at them. Look at him. Great guy. You know why I called you? Why you sat there? When I first mentioned the cherub, I saw them all over your face. Around, I kept talking and came again and again. You have a unique ministry. Hear me out. I may not say it again. You have a unique ministry, and when people talk about angelic assignment, I hear that. But you have a ministry where God would allow angels work for you. We'll we'll see it not long from now. You encounter an angelic ministry. I want to say a prophet. I won't say it just yet. But you will walk strong in that space. Giovanni. Not many days from today, the Lord will interrupt your sleep. Hear me? Interrupt your night and call you to a place of prayer and seeking. It will go down your knees in the early hours of the day. And it will press, press, and press. The Lord will expose to you mysteries. Deep things from your paternal lineage and maternality. Deep things. Scribe your dreams down. It will entrust your eyes and your sight. God will make you, yes, Lord. God will make you pass what he didn't, yeah, he didn't pass. And God will put on your head crowns that will shift you into glory. Amen. Amen. I've dropped this microphone at 7 o'clock. So, I want to pray some prayers with you, and I'll let you go today. Is that okay? Once it gets 7 o'clock, Adora, climb the stage. Stand up in your feet. Let's pray. I've got a couple of prayers here today. promise you this is the last time in a few months you're going to see me with notes. <laughs> so, enjoy this one well. The next time I'm going to be praying fire. I can't even pray fire here. Because I'm bound to read what is on here. Try it, but it didn't work. Amen. So we're going to pray some prayers. Now the first one, as you have to prayer for deeper revelation of God's presence and glory in your life. Now I want to pray this prayer. I won't even pray with that. Who wants to encounter the glory realm? So what we're going to do right now, we're going to go into that dimension or that realms of God. For a slick preview and come back. Amen. Reminds me of Numbers. The Bible says, Exodus, the Bible says, Numbers, I think, 15. Uh, select 12 men to go to the land of Canaan and spy the land and come back. You want to spy the land for just today and come back. It's up to you to stay there after today. All right, are you ready right now? Now, 
Yeah, hold someone by your left and right. Just hold someone. Yes. Hold someone by your left and right. We want to pray the glory realm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Say in the name of Jesus. So Lord, today, reveal your glory. Say in the name of Jesus. So reveal your glory. Open your eyes. Look at me. The glory realm is not a thing. Don't hold it back. For some of you, it might be, I don't know, might be wind, might be fire, might be something, but God will visit. Now, this is the corporate prayers. Say, in the name of Jesus, Lord, reveal your glory. Reveal your glory today. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Now pray that prayer. Say, Lord, show us your glory. Lord, show your glory. That glory dimension is here. Spirit of a living God, look upon them today. Reveal your glory. The glory of the Lord is here. Glory of the Lord. Lord, your glory. Lord, your glory. Lord, your glory. Amen. Look at me, church. Look at me. Keep playing, sir. Hear me? There is the glory that come upon us. But there is a glory realm that we enter. We prayed for the glory to rest upon you. Now there is an invitation to come up higher. Ask the Lord to invite you to the glory. Pray that prayer as you can pray. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Pray. Pray the prayer. Invite me. The glory of the Lord. Come down. Pray. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Come down. Spirit of the Lord. Breathe them. Yes, Lord. Over this room. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Don't look at your neighbor. Holy Ghost. Yes. The glory of the Lord. Come down. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is all over this room. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yes. It's here. At the count of five. Holy Ghost. Number one. Yes. Number two. All over here. Number three. It's here. Yes, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, open the glory, open the glory. Yes, the glory realm is here. 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 Yeah. 
hallelujah the glory is here take it the glory of the Lord. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost glory. 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 Invite us into the realm. Glory, glory, glory. The glory of the Lord. Holy Ghost. Your glory. Glory of the Lord. Say, Kandru Sepanada. Glory. Yes, yes, Holy Ghost, all over this room, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, take it, take it, Holy Ghost, the glory realm, the glory realm, all over this place, the glory realms, the glory realms, glory, 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 glory realm. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yes. A glimpse of your glory. Reign that glory now. All over this room. Holy Ghost. glory now. In our stillness, the Lord's about to move. In our stillness, Holy Ghost, we invite you to take complete charge. Holy Spirit of the Lord, Move. 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 Don't hold it back. Move. 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 The glory realms. Move. Move. Move, 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 Holy Ghost, right now, rain your glory, rain your glory, rain your glory, rain your glory, come down. Come down, come down, come down, come down. Yes, yes, yes. 
the wind of God. Yes, 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 wind of God. Yes, yes, Holy Ghost. Yes, you are here. You are here. Touch every single person. Touch every single person. Holy Ghost, touch every hungry person. Lord, touch every hungry person. Lord, touch every hungry person. Lord, saturate, 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 liquid glory, rain, rain over the brook place, rain, rain over the brook place, rain, rain over the brook place. Rain over the brook place. Rain. Rain on us. 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 Lastly, as I drop the microphone, lift up your hands. It's a sign of surrender. Lord, your hands are lifted high. Lord, your hands are lifted high. Your hands are lifted high. Look at them, oh God. Over this room. Just listen to the Holy Ghost speaking. It's inviting you. Would you come in the room? Come on. Would you come in the room? Holy Ghost. Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Look at your hands. Let the eye. Jesus, come in the room. Jesus, come in the room. Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? He's here. Don't hold it back. He's here. Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Please come in the room. Would you come in the room? Holy Ghost, you are here. You are here. Would you come in the room? Yes, yes, yes. We invite you. Please come in the room. 
Please come. 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 Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Holy Ghost, come in the room. Please come in the room. Holy Ghost, please come in the room. You are here. Come on now. Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Please come in the room. Please come in the room. Hey, Would you come in the room? Would you come in the room? Please come. Please come in. Please come in the room. Would you come? Would you come in the room? Would you come? Would you come in the room? Please come. Please come in the room. Please come. Please come in the room. Would you come? Would you come in the room? Holy Ghost, come now. Come now. Glory, come in your power. Yes, come, 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 would you come, would you come in the room, would you come, would you come in the room, please come, please come in the room, come, come, please come in the room. Holy Spirit of our Lord, we want to encounter that glory. We want to encounter the glory now. Lord, we want to encounter that glory now. Sondeya. Felia non to Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. Holy Spirit of the Lord. Come in the room. Come down. There is something about the glory dimension. You are lost in his presence. Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. Finally, we want to pray as a church that took place. There was something about the corporate worship. Corporate prayer. Now lift up your voices as part of this great commission. I said, Lord, we want to encounter our corporates. Oh, our corporates one. Pray the prayer. Our corporates one. Pray. Corporate. Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. Come in the room. 
come in the room. Come in the room. Worship team, come. All of you. Those that can come, bring them. worship leaders I'm going to drop just hold your hands it's an instruction I don't know why the Lord said to do this that's a realm you can enter you don't sing from exhaustion you sing from glory you don't sing because you have songs in your mind you sing song from that space. The Lord said that, that the realm of glory has been opened to you. I want to hear Sonia, I will just pray for you. That you encounter the glory. I was going to rebuke you guys in a minute. Can I have some more ushers, please? Just, don't, just don't, don't tie them, leave them. If they get slain, you hold them back. <laughs> that's a fresh glory that's going to hit you now. The Lord said. The heaven has been cracked open. And the reign of his tangible presence. Holy Ghost, breathe on them now. No longer would you sing song from your exhaustion. But it will sing from the glory. Lord, in the next 30 seconds, do what you said that you would do. Look at them. Open new dimensions that they will not sing like every other man. Sing from the glory realm. Oh God, rain upon these ones, fresh strength, rain upon them, fresh glory. You will sing thus yet the Lord. Ah, you will lead in grace. May the heavens crack. 
You will speak falsely to the Lord. Your mouth will not be muzzled. You will hear the counsel of heaven. New depths in God. New depths in God. You've desired Him, you'll find Him. The glory realm dimension is open. New realms and depths in God. Shatter in the name of Jesus. Sing from glory. Sing from glory. You are competent, yet the Lord. Shake from glory. Shake from glory. Shake from glory. Shake from glory. Glory realms. Glory realm. Encounter the glory. All of you. Sing in the glory. Hear the mind of God. See and Sing as prophets. Prophesy all minstrels. Fresh glory. Fresh glory. Fire in your bones. Faithia. Felianon to Fradiga. Felianon to Sebria. Look upon them. You will sing with ease. 